Uh, if you have your Bibles with you, if you turn, turn to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17, and we're starting to read at verse 1. And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them, and his face did shine, as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him. Then Peter then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, is it good for us to be here? If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, and one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were so afraid. And Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and be not afraid. And we trust the Lord will bless this portion of his precious truth. We'll have a wee word of prayer. <clears throat> Dear Lord, as we abide before thee, Lord, we're here tonight, and Lord, we thank you, Lord, for thy presence in this meeting already. And, O oh God, we just continue to pray, intensify thy presence amongst us. Let heaven come down. Pour out thy spirit amongst us. O oh God, we just pray, Lord God, let it be... Lord, that will be a band of men and women whose hearts God hath touched. Lord, touch each one of our lives here in this permian tonight. God, we just look to you, Lord, to undertake in every aspect of this meeting. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> this last couple of weeks, I've seeked to meditate on this passage of scripture that we've just read and I've been lying in bed during the night I've been working about the farm but I've been meditating and as it were I was sick to be caught up in the spirit in this high mountain you know the enemy tried to bring me down off the mountain a great lot of times <laughs> <laughs> this last couple of weeks but I seek, I seek as it were to be 
top up at this top of this mountain <clears throat> and just saying here the glory of the Lord. It says here in verse 2, And was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. We see here, as it were, heaven, heaven come down, and the Lord, the Lord shined on all his glory. And one, one commentator was bringing this out. It was, you know, the Lord came down and he came down to this, this sin-cursed world for you and for me. And he went the whole road to Calvary and, and suffered and died and rose again and went back to heaven. And he don't know that that you and me can share this glory. That whenever we reach heaven, that we'll be like him. And we'll be shining. We'll be shining like him. And we see here that as Peter and James and John they were they were they were seeing all this happening before their eyes. And if I turn over to John's Gospel and chapter one and verse fourteen. We maybe be looking at a few quite a few scriptures tonight. John 1 and 14, And the word of the Lord was mid-flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you know, a John, he was with the Lord so much, but you know, he, he seen he seen the glory in that in that mountain, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. If we turn over to Second Peter and Chapter One. And verses 17 and 18. It says, For we received from God the Father honor and glory, when there were come such a voice to him from the excellent glory, that is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him on the holy mount. We see here the experiences that these disciples had 
of the glory of the Lord on that mount. But I want to focus, there's a lot of angles we could take a look at this, but the one angle that I want to take a look at this here tonight is, was the voice from the cloud and verse 5. It says here, when we, were, we yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. I'm going to take that word, pleased. Read about John the Baptist. Whenever the Lord was been baptized in the River Jordan, there was that voice from heaven that said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. I pleased the life of Christ please God and as the Lord was here upon earth we can read about this man we read about the Pharisees and the chief priests they sent officers to seek to arrest the, the, Jesus when he was here upon earth and after some time, the officers come back and the chief priests and the Pharisees ask the, the officers concerning why did you not arrest Jesus? And these officers replied, never man spake like this man. We read about Pilate and, and Luke's Gospel chapter 23, Pilate could say, I find no fault in this man. Read, whenever the thief was on the cross, and he was rebuking the other thief, and the thief could say, we receive the due reward of our deeds, but this man, hath done nothing amiss. The life of Christ pleased God. We can go over to Isaiah, if you turn to Isaiah And we can read here. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. We can see here the suffering of Christ pleased God. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. 
When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. The suffering of Christ pleased the Lord. We'll read, This man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. He gave his life a ransom for many. God found a way where lost sinners like you and me where, where God made a way back to God through his own precious precious son. If we turn over to Colossians chapter 1 Colossians chapter 1 and verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Read here. I please the Father and him should all the fullness dwell. The fullness of Christ please God. It says in Matthew chapter 28 and 18, All powers given unto me in heaven and in earth. It says in Matthew 11 verse 27, all things are delivered to me of my Father. It says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19, And to, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that he might be filled with all the fullness of God. It says in Psalms 16 and verse 11, In thy presence is fullness of joy. You know, we experience that so often in this place. In thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand they are pleasures forevermore. The fullness of Christ, please God. If we turn over to 1 Corinthians Chapter 1 and verse 21. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. For after that in the wisdom of God the world by wisdom 
knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that belief. You know, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that belief. You know, I was thinking about this this um, verse, <clears throat> and my, I, I dream my, my way back to whenever my wife and I got saved, and we went, we were going to a gospel mission night after night, and I was, I was under deep, deep conviction of sin. And the evangelist was a, a man called Bertie Johnson. And Bertie, he was a de 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 detective in the police. And he gave up, he gave up his good job and everything just to become an evangelist. And he chose to just, book, just book, take up this model of the foolishness of preaching. You know, many of the time we, are, we have open airs in Lisbon, and I'm sure there's multitudes of people thinks that we are foolish, that we're mad. <laughs> but you know, that's God's way. God, God chose that. God chose that through the foolishness of preaching. The, um, <clears throat> it says in Acts chapter 8 and verse 4 that they, they went everywhere preaching the word. They went everywhere preaching the word. It says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 14 How shall they hear without a preacher? And you know we need we need to uh, to spread the word. Spread the word. Um, if we turn over uh, to Isaiah fifty-five and verse eleven, Isaiah 55 and verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the, in the thing or two, I sent it. We see here, and I've entitled this one, The Harvest of Christ Pleases God. We see here in this, in this verse, 
so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. And there's a promise here. And it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish. You know, we are here tonight in this prayer meeting. And, and, and we are laying hold in God's word. And we are here that we'll see, we'll see God's word accomplished. And, 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 and praying for our loved ones. Praying for our neighbours. Pray for, praying for those that are sick. And it says here, Well accomplished that which I please, and it shall prosper in the, in the thing whereto I sent it. We see that the Lord, when he was here upon earth, he could say these words, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. You know, God is looking for a harvest. He's looking for a harvest of precious souls. You know, as we, we, we draw nigh to God t tonight, you know, we need to pray. And we need to pray for the lost. Those that are, are deceived and blind. You know, many times I come across people and, and oh, I live a clean life. I don't do anybody any harm. Um, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I don't need this salvation. But you know, my Bible tells me sin, sin has God punishes sin, and it was it was the Lord Jesus that took your sin and took my sin, and He made it His very own. And you know, we are saved. We are saved here tonight by grace and grace alone, and. It's not by just self-righteousness. It's not by just by religion. But we're holding on to the finished work that was accomplished at Calvary. And we're here tonight. And we're here that all that the people, their understanding would be, would be enlightened, that they would... They would realize that they're lost sinners in the sight of a holy God. That they realize they need to repent. That they need, they need to get things right before it's forever, forever too late. You know, the Lord is looking for a harvest. The harvest of Christ pleased God. The last one is in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 15 and 
Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. But when it pleased God, he separated me from my mother's wound and called me by his grace and revealed his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen. And immediately I conferred not with the flesh and blood. It says here, it pleased God to reveal his son. His son. Read in verse 16, to reveal his son. The revelation of Christ. You know, as we are here gathered here on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights, we want to know Christ more and more. And every day that we walk with him, want about a closer, walk closer with him. We want to live in, 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 as it were, the revelation of Christ that we'll know him better than the day before. That it pleases God to reveal his son in me. I know that we would be lights in this dark world that will be caught up as it were in that high mountain of the transfiguration and that we will be caught up in the spirit and will shine as lights for him. You know, there's only one life to live. And you know, we need to live our lives out for Jesus. All for Jesus. All to him I owe. And you know, we're here. And we're here to worship and to praise and to exalt the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.